everybody, Deborah Dondalingu here with a Tapping This Week podcast for the week of September the 2nd. So as I was looking at um, the material for this week, or looking at um, my journal entries for this for this time of year, I was amused or, or struck by the flow that we've seen because in my writings for the archetype, the 40th archetype, which is what the sun's transiting right now, I had a lot of work around saying no in the face of a tribal force or um, pressure. And when I was looking at the theme of, of the last couple of podcasts, it was all about finding our yes, finding our no, feeling how it feels in our body, noticing whether we're available to say yes, but also really honoring the deep desire we have to make a connection. So I, I really enjoy it when the archetypes flow in an order that makes sense. And I'm not making up the flow, the timing of these archetypes. There's 64 archetypes that come from the I Ching and human design uh, took those archetypes and put them into an order that the sun transits. In fact, all the planets transit and they each give us um, information about what we're experiencing in the culture around us at this time, but also about who we're designed to be. So some of us, or most of us actually, have um, an undefined willpower. And what this means is that we're not designed to consistently make promises and to use our will to make things happen. And I have an undefined will. However, I seem to have a lot of clients who have a defined will. And when I'm in the presence of somebody with with somebody who has a clear, a clean, they've done their work, defined will, it is a beautiful energy to witness and to feel. On the flip side of that, when you're in the presence of somebody who has a defined will that feels unbalanced and they're trying to coerce you through their energy, not even consciously, into following what they think needs to be done, it's a very uncomfortable feeling. So this last few days and a few more days coming up, it's about this will center and the archetype, the 40th archetype has Well, if you read the Gene Keys, Richard Rudd's work on it, there's so many layers, but it's about honoring our no's so we can say yes authentically. And one of the places we get stuck is around family. In family constellations, they they teach us that there is a, a family force field. And if you imagine like the gravitational pull of a planet, when we try to leave the energy of the family unit, there's like a gravitational pull that keeps us in. We can leave the, the gravitational field of one family unit, one, one tribal unit, when we have something else to move to. So I love the analogy of just like, you know, trying to having to get out of the gravitational field of one planet and go to the another. So as you think about your life and where you are right now, just tune into if you, if you were a moon, okay, bear with me, and you have, there are some planets that are trying to bring you into their gravitational force field. What are the different forces in your life that are pulling you in? And which ones feel good to you? And these force fields are going to come from organizations, might be your work, it might be your spiritual center. It might be, um, if you're a parent, your, your children's activities. 
But just, just settle in your body and notice the pull you are being pulled towards or repulsed away from these, all these different community energies that are clamoring for your energy and your work, your work energy, your available energy. And can you find your center even with all these different gravitational force fields asking for you? So as you consider this idea that you have available work energy, and this applies to all of us with a defined sacral, about 70% of us, and then you notice that you're being pulled in different directions and you come back to your center, what do you notice in your body? So just tune into your body and notice where you feel tight or relaxed and we'll tap on the body level first. If you're new to tapping, there is a, a, a page on my website and my app where it says, explains the tapping points and how to tap along with a recorded tapping like this. So we're on the side of the hand points. As I notice where I feel any tension in my body, I deeply and completely accept myself. So I notice that I feel tension across the top of my shoulders and back. (sighs) I deeply and completely accept myself. As I notice that I feel weak across the front of my body. My heart doesn't feel strong enough. It's not projecting out into the world as much as I would like. I deeply, completely accept myself. So I notice how tender my chest and heart space feel. How vulnerable. How loving, how powerful, how strong. I relax into the brilliance of who I am, even if I don't feel it right now. Moving through the points, beginning with the eyebrow. This tension and tightness in my back. These rigid muscles in my shoulders and upper back. This tension and tightness in my back. This softer feeling in my front. But it feels out of balance. This tension in my shoulders, these tight muscles, this rigid rigid energy in my back. This sense that I can't quite relax, so I have to hold myself strong energy in my back. Okay, stop there. Take a nice deep breath if that feels right to you. So what I notice is a distinct imbalance between the front and the back. You know, I've done a lot of work. Um, I'm an Enneagram heart type and, and my heart, the heart space for me, um, feels very open and strong and inviting and I am sending energy out into the world. But when I contrast that, I can't quite reconcile the, the feeling of the heart space and then the tight rigid back. It's like, I need a new model for how those two go together. And Richard Rudd talks about when we're working with the universe and we're working against it. 
And so I think the idea of support is what's missing here. So it's like if I have this battle between the front and my back, moving forward, staying strong, I'm missing some side to side support. This might make no sense to you. And I, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm just following the words that show up. So as I think about feeling supported in this world, I deeply, completely accept myself. As I think about how supported I feel for who I am, I deeply and completely accept myself. As I notice any tears or grief, it, the idea of feeling unsupported for who I am. I deeply and completely accept myself. Beginning with the eyebrow. Feeling supported for who I am. I haven't felt supported for who I am. I've had to fight to be myself. It's no fun fighting. I thought I had to change and that who I am wasn't right. I didn't fit into the family, so I thought something was wrong with me. Or perhaps I fit so well with my family, but I didn't fit into the world. I'm open to feeling the support from the earth beneath me rise up into my body. And bring me back to balance. Sit there, take a couple of breaths. So if the image I had before was like the front and the back being in a, in a battle or out of balance, what I have now is image of like this green energy coming up from the earth and sort of weaving its way in a very supportive, gentle matrix where who we are can just rest into the, the hands of um, something way bigger than us. And, and that tapping leads me to the idea of um, that who we are, each of us who we are, has, we're such a unique combination that comes from light and love. And as we get clearer and clearer, and this is not an original thought, um, but as we get clearer and clearer in who we are, we have gifts that we share with the world. And um, each of us shines out, it's like a radio transmission signal. And we want our signal to be so clear. And not everybody needs to hear our signal, but the people that do hear our signal when they're tuning into us, when it's really clear coming up from us, we give them something and then it affects them and they are also sending out their signal. So we're each sending out this unique signal and sometimes um, it's received by others and sometimes it's not. But we don't need to distort the signal on our end to please who's listening. We just drop deeper and deeper into our own center so we can keep being clear about what our signal is. 
So as you feel into this idea that you have a unique energetic um, signal that can be powerful and strong, what do you notice? Does that feel like too obscure of an idea? You just have some heart work to, to move through still, your heart still feels closed. So that idea might feel like painful to you. Like, wait, I don't have a strong signal yet. Or have you, have you been, <laughs> have you been doing a lot of work in the heart space and you just know that you are sending out this strong signal to the world? Okay. One last round of tapping. As I feel my relationship with this idea that I have a strong signal to send to the world. I notice whether I feel relaxed or tense. And I'm okay with where I am. As I notice how I just want to feel okay as myself. Hmm, I honor everything that brought me to right here and right now. And know that I am shedding all the layers of unneeded thoughts, energy, emotions that block my signal from shining. So I notice how good I feel as myself. I deeply and completely accept who I am. Moving through the points, beginning with the eyebrow. I feel good as myself. I feel blocked from being myself. I have this powerful desire to just accept who I am. I have this powerful desire to know that who I am matters. Even if I don't understand how all the parts play together, I know I am an important part of the world around me. Oh, I relax into the idea of being supported in ways I can't even imagine. I notice how good I feel as myself. And I'm gentle with the parts of me that still feel hurt or wounded. I deeply and completely accept myself. I deeply and completely love myself. Even the parts that I don't love about myself, I know I want to accept them more. Hmm. Okay, finish up the points. Nice, gentle breath. Thank you for tapping along with me. I hope you have a wonderful week. Tap as you need to. And until next time, thank you.